Well, hello and welcome. Today's guest is Nancy McAleer from Anna Maria Island Home Rentals. Nancy's been on the show a couple of times before and she's back to share more of her marketing expertise. So listen in. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new, and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and as ever, really delighted to be back with you. So spring is really pretty much sprung now, she says, as the snow gently falls (laughs) from the sky. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not talking too much about spring. I think what's going to happen this year is winter's going to go straight into summer, and we're going to miss out on the traditional spring. But that's fine. I'm sure it will warm up eventually. So coronavirus, COVID-19 goes on and on. And I've talked about it in my newsletters that we're still sitting here in Ontario wondering whether we are going to be able to do any cottage rentals this year. And we are taking bookings. It's beginning to pick up. Things are beginning to happen. But we have our provincial government is taking its time in getting us all back to, to work and online and whatever we have to do, which I'm, I'm personally quite happy with. Actually, things didn't change very much for me. I like to stay home. I don't go shopping. I tend not to socialize outside of my online world. And I, I miss going to conferences, actually. That's where I get to connect face to face. And I like to hug and I'm not getting enough hugging My grandchildren have gone back to their parents for at least a month. So, yeah, life just goes on. Is this the new normal, I ask? Anyhow, uh, after last week's conversation with Matt Landau, I got back to looking at uh, Vacation Rental Marketing blog and his uh, reset site and saw a great post from Nancy McAleer of uh, AnnaMariaIslandHomeRental.com. And Nancy has been with us on the show a couple of times. I will put the links to previous episodes. She is an entrepreneur, a business executive um, with a focus on digital marketing and the application of innovative techniques, managing her rental properties at AMI Home Rental. Also co-founder of Florida Rental by Owners. Many of you know Flabo, many of you who have Properties down in Florida do advertise on Flabo. If you don't, you should. And it is a leading regional listing site in that area. And uh, I strongly recommend you go take a look at it. Nancy is a frequent participant and trainer with VR Mastered, the boot camp that is run by Alana Schroeder and Tyan Marsink which has been massively enjoyed by many people over the last several years. Unfortunately, they won't be doing the live event this year, but I'm sure you will see things coming out of VR Mastered, maybe online. I don't know. I'll have to get Tyan on and find out. So uh, without further ado, let's move on over to talking to Nancy McAleer, um, particularly about her four-step nurture sequence. And we'll be doing a deep dive into what that is and how it works. So I'm super delighted to have back with me for the third time, I think, Nancy McAleer from <laughs> Anna Maria Island Home Rental.com. Nancy, always an absolute pleasure to, to speak with you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay, Heather. Yeah, we're surviving. Everything is good. We're managing as best we can and and planning for the future. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, that's it. We've um we we've we've got the time. We've got the time to uh, to <laughs> to plan. And I know I am. You know, in our company, I'm, in fact, I'm 
part of me thinks that we might have missed <laughs> missed the time frame because we're now starting to get busy again. Um, but tell me what it's what it's like down in. Um, I know you're not living down in Anna Maria Island. You are located in Montreal, just outside Montreal. But what's it been like for you with your own rentals? Okay, so our own rentals. It was scary. Like it's been devastating, just like any other property owner. Um, we've lost a, a lot of rental. Our our peak periods are between, you know, February going through to April. We have a little bit of a lull in May, but then it's it's full force again uh, in the summer months, June, July. So this could not be a worse time for us, for Florida owners. It just hit in the major time when the majority of owners are making their profits. So that's gone and out the window, unfortunately, for this year. And um, and then it's been really tough for us, too, because the governor has allowed hotels, motels, and timeshares to remain open while vacation rentals remain shut and a ban on all vacation rental operations, basically. So that's been really tough for us. Not that we're trying to generate travelers to come to Florida. It's just that we don't understand where the the inequality is. And it's a little bit unjust, especially with the Florida task force. I believe that there's two representatives from the hotel industry. And I don't know if any vacation rental industry is represented there. So it's almost like a conflict of interest is happening there with the Florida uh, reopening task force, who's recommending to the governor. So it's not an easy time at all. No, I've I've been watching all this and it's interesting to see, you know, other parts of the country are positively welcoming the opening of vacation rentals again. Um, I believe, you know, Georgia, Texas for sure, they're they're wide open. And I, I saw one report somebody said that they'd they'd they opened up and within twenty four hours they'd booked ninety five percent of <laughs> of their uh, their properties for that weekend. Um, I'm looking forward to that a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, the majority of the inquiries that we're getting, and um, because we own the other, uh, the Florida Rental by Owners website as well, we see all the inquiries that mm-hmm. are coming through. And the majority of them coming through right now are actually from people within the state of Florida who are just looking to self-isolate. They're just looking to get away from their apartments with no balconies or their, you know, their homes with their entire family unit, so to speak. And they're just trying to get to a new location with a pool or something mm-hmm. to do so that they can uh, be safe, but, you know, still um, not drive each other crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot of that as well. I mean, all our activity is close to home. You know, people come out of Toronto, they drive yeah. two hours north, two hours east or west. And we are seeing this, this big uptick now. People just, and actually, interestingly, people are looking for month long or two months. Yes, and it's sort of I've gone back. Too, yeah. It's sort of gone back to that old thing of, you know, the, the grandparents will buy the entire summer and then have their family come up to stay. And yeah. I, and I just wonder whether, you know, that's something we may go back to because I'd thought we would well, have more short term, but then we didn't want that because of cleaning protocols and. You know, we, we don't want to be turning places around every two days. Yeah, well, for my municipality, um, it's required, well, as, as well for the state of Florida, they're only allowing 30-day rentals mm-hmm. at the moment. So that's not really concerned short-term rentals as, we're, as we know it. They consider that a long-term rental. So, yeah, there's a huge shift in that where, but unfortunately, it's, it's not as great for the owners because you have to discount to get into the budget range of, what these long-term uh, renters want, but it's good. I mean, for overcoming this pandemic, and at least it's a little bit of money flowing in um, until we can get back to normal, right? So, yeah, I think yeah. it's it's interesting how we have to adjust, like adjust our marketing strategies to the domestic traveler, adjust our strategies and policies from maybe short-term to mid-stay, long-term stay. I mean, it's flexibility at this time, right? You have to kind of look, take a look at the situation and identify what's your best case scenario. Yeah. And having, just having the ability to pivot and, and yes. just, this isn't working. Let's go to this. So what, so while you've had this downtime, what have you been doing? Do you, have you had any projects on the go? Oh my gosh. So everybody's talking about downtime. I have not had downtime <laughs> at all. <laughs> 
telling people, I'm like, I've been more busy than ever. Are you crazy? Analyzing the data, getting it on some of these great podcasts and webinars that are, you know, in the industry to analyze all the data that's going on. I mean, we, we saw in Florida as by owners that our low for inquiries was March 21st to 28th. And we've had a steady um, increase ever since then. And towards the end of April, we were 66% of the inquiries that we were at at the beginning of February, which was our high season. So like you said, the demand is almost still there. It's just pivoting. And then we've just had to relook at our entire marketing strategy, as I'm sure you have too with your property management company. And instead of being in, you know, video uh, advertising in the airports, we've had to cut that, move those contracts to next year and then start pivoting into like billboard advertising and, more strategy and, and ad spend on, you know, Facebook, where are the people are hanging out now? Like we uh-huh. want to capture these people where they're, if they can't make it for a 30 day stay now that they're planning, they're dreaming, they're dying to get out and uh, get to the next phase of their life as normal, but which will be as safe as possible, right? Because vacation rentals are an amazing choice coming out of this post COVID travel industry that, you know, it's, it's a contained unit. You're with your own family. You make your own meals in the kitchen. It's not like you're in a resort style setting or a hotel where you're exposed to multiple people and staff coming in and out or a hotel lobby or elevators where there's many people that have touched it throughout the day. You know, So I think that the vacation rentals are perfectly perched, so to speak, to really come out of it, uh, it quickly. Uh, when we're able to uh, by state regulations, and it it will be a great great choice for people. So I think it's 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 an interesting time, it's a challenging time, but definitely there's a lot of work going on um, <laughs> behind the scenes. And you did a great video. I love the video that you did recently. That was so creative. Oh, was that the uh, that the one the hostfully in touch day? Yeah, I, that think, was I great. think that was that was that was fabulous. I mean, Tyann did. I mean, Tyann did all the um, the editing on that apparently. So uh, I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So if anybody hasn't seen, yeah, that, it was so, well done. It, yeah, we've done the same thing. We we re looked at you know okay creating new relationships with videos and mm-hmm. creating videos for you know the planning stage in COVID while people are stuck indoors and then the next phase of okay this will be our message when people are allowed to travel and then you know going forward with that it's just it's really interesting but it's really busy it has not been a downtime for us at all <laughs> well this is what this is what I want to talk about because you know, I've, I've been talking about you know, preparation, preparation for, I mean, Matt calls it the reset or recovery or whatever we're going to call it. I mean, we don't know here in Ontario if we are going to be allowed to rent through the summer or not. It's still, you know, out there. We're taking bookings. Whether we have to cancel them or not, we don't know yet. But we've put together a sort of quarterly plan. So for each, so we, this is how we're going to market for the summer. If we can't have summer, we want a marketing strategy in there that's ready to go for the fall and then ready to go for the winter. And then, so what's come out of that for us, what's come out of this for us is this four season marketing plan. So we do a 12, we're now doing a 12 week plan. And I think, why have we never done this before in 17 years? (laughs) I know. Like, it's so great though, because out of these challenging situations comes some really great moments where you can really reflect and take that, you know, sky view, that aerial view of your business and and see, okay, well, what will work? And then you're going to come up with these processes that are going to be more efficient, more productive, probably save you money because then you could just rinse and repeat, you know, going forward. It's it's fantastic. Then the other thing, of course, is that, and and I saw an MSNBC article about um, Airbnb hosts turning to building their own websites as if that's something brand spanking new that we've never heard of before. And again, I'll put a link to that. I'll put a link to that article. But it looks like this has sort of kickstarted a lot of people into thinking, I cannot rely anymore on a single platform, or even I can't rely anymore on the OTAs and not have my own website. What's What are your views on that and on the whole Book Direct strategy now? Oh my gosh. I, I have always been a big proponent, excuse me, of Book direct, absolutely. Even if we do have a listing site, it is all about directing owners to a sustainable 
business model. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that in terms of in the social areas, like all the groups that we belong to, as well as people that are reaching out to us to ask us questions of how we're doing it. How have we done it? You know, it's more important now than ever. And I think everybody's getting a really strong reality check that you cannot rely on any other business to help sustain your core profit, Mm -hmm. you know? So you need to make sure that you have a really strong book direct strategy in terms of, you know, you want to create those one-on-one moments with your guests right from the get-go. Even if you are getting the traffic from the OTA, it's a great idea to start there and then gain that guest as a book direct repeat renter. And then, you know, you want to make sure you're controlling your own policies and procedures too. There's been such a case where Airbnb has just given all that money away that those owners thought was theirs, but, you know, they made the decision for them. So they had no control over their process. They had no control over their say or, or opportunity to give a credit versus, you know, mm-hmm. a full hundred percent refund, which is going to result in a lot of turmoil for the industry. We've already seen that they Alfred, they've closed their doors or closed their doors to operations anyway. They're a business that, you know, rented out long term uh, leases and then sublet, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're, they're totally close their door. So, I mean, you just, you, you're seeing a point where people really want to focus on the direct booking process where the owner can create a stable business structure that's going to be bulletproof for their business. And really they're looking also to partners that are, have their back, you mm-hmm. know, where there is a place, I think for OTA in the business process, even if it's book direct, but I think that you need to really partner with the traffic generators that are really going to provide great value to you, you know, so, and that could be software too. So it could be your website provider, or it could be your online travel agent listing site, your niche listing site. It could be all those processes and software. You need to kind of take a look at and how it's going to help support your book direct mission, so to speak. So yeah, it's, now is the time there. It's a great opportunity for people to look into um, really stabilizing their businesses. You mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago about you know, talking to guests and getting in there right at the very beginning. And this is something that you you wrote about in an article on VRMB on Matt's website, talking about a four-step email sequence. But I was quite interested at the beginning of that article, you talk about a study into traveler happiness and and it's something i i've I've looked into a fair bit over time because it's what it comes down to is the overall anticipation of a vacation is often more pleasurable than the actual vacation itself (laughs) so so we're talking about my houses (laughs) but we're talking here about you know how the people do spend a lot of time anticipating their vacation. And and I think from your perspective, if you can get in there while they're doing that anticipation, then you're creating this relationship. So talk to us a bit more about uh, about this anticipation period between booking or or even does it start before before booking? And then Oh gosh, yeah. So it starts like the whole it's like a what we call like a holiday high, so to speak, where the the traveler is really getting excited about going on the vacation. And, you know, it takes such a long time. I came about this idea a while ago, uh, about five years ago, because it, ta- it takes so long for a, a guest to actually find a vacation. So first, they're picking the location that they want to go to. And then they're investigating that location of what they could do for their family, especially if they're um, organizing it for a larger group. And then once they pinpoint that location, then they need to start looking for the accommodation. And that can take like eight hours just to find an accommodation that fits everybody's needs. Like that's a long time to invest in looking through booking sites and things like that. By the, by the time my guests were getting to me, I found that they were just exhausted almost already. And I didn't want that happiness high to go away. I wanted to ride that right all the way through. And I wanted to share everything that I loved about my island with my guests. But I didn't want to do it in a way where I was on the phone with them forever 
and that I wanted to create an experience that was not intrusive to them, but so that they could take it at their own pace and they could investigate and they could find out more about the island or pick and choose what was interesting to them because I have a lot of different traveler types. Some like to go boating, some like to be on the beach, some like are, are real foodies. So I wanted to kind of touch point those people and really provide them with a, a, a really rich user experience so that they would, and it's all kind of my evil master plan because my whole end result of my goal was to make them rebook with me or refer me to others to make sure that, you know, this is who you have to go see. You, this is who you have to stay with because you are going to have an amazing time. So that's where I came up with this idea of the the drip campaigns, the drip nurture campaign, because I mean, that's not a new concept, but years ago, I think it was about five or six years ago when I went to Charleston and I stayed and I booked this one hotel. I can't even remember what the hotel was, but I started getting these drip newsletters about, you know, car rental. Okay. And then I got another newsletter a while later about, you know, you can take this carriage ride through Charleston to see all these historic homes and so stuff like that and I was thinking well I could do that like that's easy for me to do because I'm the expert in my area so I just wanted that kind of experience to my guests and it just resulted in way more benefits than that so I mean the benefits could be you know increasing your sales per transaction which I'm really huge on you know they would always ask me, you know, where, who do I go to to book a boat? Who do I go to to rent a golf cart? So in that case, I saw an opportunity where there was leakage in my business. And I hate leakage. I can't stand <laughs> it. So, <laughs> so I want to put a, put a cork in that and make some money on it. <laughs> so, but also it's great for my guests because it's like a headache removed. So I'm removing a problem from them that I can increase my transaction with my affiliate link. So not only does it, you know, increase my guest subscribers, it can also, sorry, increase my repeats. It can increase my subscribers list, uh, which is great. It can refer to others. I can gain more social followers too. So in my newsletters, I have ideas about, you know, hey, follow my social links and wherever they want to hang out, whether Instagram or Facebook, you know, I'm increasing that in a really non-intrusive way. And if they want to do it, they get involved. And many times I'll hear, oh, I loved looking at these photos before we got there. You know, we're really enjoying it. You know, I can't wait to get there. And they're, they're really like, they're already on board with me even before they arrive through my doors, so to speak. And then I, I just wanted the to, um, nurture, yeah, sorry, can yeah. I, I just wanted to, to jump in there just with the other side of this experience because while you're talking and I'm it brought to mind my trip to Como last year when I went to Antonio's Vacation Rental World Summit and you know I'd I'd gone to Como year after year after year in in my in in my youth and and as a as a young parent I took my kids to this same place every single year and I was so looking forward to going back there after 20 odd years and we booked a vacation apartment. We booked it through a, um, uh, a, a property manager. And then mm-hmm. I sat there waiting for the information to come and there was nothing. I got, a oh, con- no. I got a confirmation of the booking. And then about three weeks before we left, I thought, I've just got to make sure I've still got this booking because I had not heard anything from them. And I, I emailed and said, do I still have a booking? She said, yes, you do. Okay. Well, and I, and I emailed, I said, well, it would have been nice. It would be nice to get some information on restaurants and activities and outings that we can do and a couple of other things. And she came back, she said, oh, there'll be some tourist information when you arrive. See, that's where your happiness high and your expectations were there. And it would be so easy, even if she just sent one email newsletter or even one email with links to their website about, you know, their top 10 restaurants, which could be a blog post that was done 10 years ago. You know, it could have been done so easy. And, and it's a rinse and repeat process, right? Where you're just capturing that happiness high and you're just writing it all the way through. So that, yeah. But they lost me. They lost me completely. And because I went back and I said, I'm really disappointed. And yeah, I, I would not book with them again because of that. And I wouldn't recommend them. Yet, well, 
Less said about that one, the better. Hey, <laughs> let's drill down into this um, for even into the nurture sequence. What does it actually, okay. you know, what does it actually look like? Okay, so once my guest books, then the first thing I do is I send them the first email, and I'm just going to go and take a peek at my first email, and then it just has some really rich graphics about, you know things to do on the island. And then that links to my affiliate page, which has tons of things to do. So I'm hitting everything that they possibly could want to try. If they want to try surfing, if they want to try the golf carts, if they want to try, you know, boating, or then uh, there's also a link to my top 10 restaurants. And I did write it years ago. You know, that doesn't change too much. I may have to go edit it once in a while, but it's just really easy. It's a great rich photo and a link to the, the blog. And then, you know, other things too, like my free trolley guide. That's something unique about my island and my area where um, kids love it. And people love it too because it's so handy and it's free. And then on my website, I have a PDF download where I have my top spots that they can have a great experience while riding the trolley. So they can get off at the pier that I recommend. And it's historic and it's 100 years old. And, you know, it's just lots of great, really, information about that. Or the, where to stop to get off and watch the surfers or where to get off for shopping, you know. Um, so that's like a really easy PDF that I made, again, years ago that they can download or even just get the trolley schedule or download an app for while they're on the island of when the trolley is running. So I'm just really trying to make their entire experience super easy right from the get-go. So that's the first one. And then also there's like, follow me on social and, you know, also my property videos. So maybe if they came through me to, through an OTA that I don't have my video advertised on there, I'm also getting them still engaged in that happiness high where they're still really satisfied about the choice they made because I'm letting them go through my aerial drone videos of each home um not only the one that they book but they can go and look at my other homes too and see that i have more options so if they're the type of people that maybe don't want to go back to the same spot they might want to try a different house of mine so and then in the end of course i'm giving them opportunity to ask me any questions so they can send me an email i can again help them on their happiness high to curate that perfect vacation that they have dreamed about for probably a year if they're saving thousands of dollars to go. And then of course, you know, the subscriber uh, box at the bottom, because my whole goal in the end, you know, is to keep them on board and keep the information coming. So I'm top of mind with them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that they'll keep thinking of me first before they go further. And then so that email probably comes out like within the week after they've booked. So I'm really capturing their high and I'm keeping them on their high. And then the next email that goes out is probably going to go out about a month before they arrive. And then that's where they're probably thinking about, oh, you know, the whole organization of their day. So for me, we offer a grocery concierge service. So they can have their rental stock before they even arrive. And that's something that not all rentals do. But it's really convenient when you're traveling with kids that are hungry, tired, cranky, could be coming from, you know, Europe or could be coming on a long drive for 10 hours. And your grocery, your, your kitchen is already stocked. All you have to do is throw on your bikini and just run out and go jump in the pool. That's awesome. So that information is in there. I'm also giving them my best picks on my favorite grocery stores, high end, low end, you know, mid range as well as my favorite butcher, my favorite seafood market, my favorite caterers, because a lot of them are, are have this special anniversary they're celebrating or honeymoon or birthday. There's not really a big celebration behind a lot of my vacation bookings. So I give them the caterers. And then even just first night takeout ideas, like if they just got there, the fridge is stocked, that's great, but maybe they don't feel like cooking. So great first night takeout that they can bring back to the house. And then that email and that we've, what we've all been asked over and over and over again is what's in the house? What should I pack? What should I not pack? So this is a little bit laziness on my part, but I just have in there my top 10 questions that have been asked over and over and over. I'm answering it in the newsletter. So I don't have to, uh, I, I, while I'm minimizing the communication with the guests because it's already there. Like, you know, I have a, pack and play in the house. If I have, you know, 
toddler plasticware and stuff and kid amenities and what I have beach gear was. So there's large towels they don't have to pack or, you know, there's beach toys, there's beach cooler they don't have to pack, et cetera. And then also shows like kitchen grilling amenities, like everything is in there. So it's really uh, a get ready. Here's what's in the house. Here's what you need to pack and here's what you don't need to pack kind of newsletter. Mm -hmm. So that's the second one. And then the third newsletter is more just as well, getting them on that happiness high and another virtual experience. It's it, um, the video that we did with um, Matt Landau. I was just really lucky that Matt um, had chosen me as one of the hosts to showcase on his sense of place, the kitchen rental show. So he had come down and, and did a whole video on it. And I thought that that was a great way to showcase what's on the island what you can do on the island, just different unique experiences. And that if they want to do that, it's linked back to my affiliate links again, that they can book or make an experience or send an appointment. And also like we are nearby theme parks. So um, I have affiliate links to my theme parks that are close by Bush Gardens. Also there's information on the local aquarium and museum that are not affiliate links, but I want that information to get to the, travel and then a general notion of here's my entire blog you know if you just want to go and research a little more find out a little more about what's on the island what are unique things things to do you can just go check out my blog but this is all driving traffic to the website too which increases my google ranking because they're staying on my page and they're reading information longer which increases in my google rankings which also helps me capture new guests mm -hmm. that are booking so that's the third one. And then, then they, I have a fourth one actually that comes out where they, you know, you're almost here. So this comes out maybe a week before they arrive. And then again, it's more discovering things to do. If they miss the first few, my insider's guide to weather, it tells them the average temperatures, uh, what to expect. A lot of them have questions. They've may, maybe never experienced the ocean before in terms of like, jellyfish they're afraid of or if they have information on stingrays what to do if they get stung by a stingray which doesn't happen I don't think it's happened ever with any of my guests but you know people want to know about that stuff so I've got all that you know in my weather page on my website and then the insider's guide to my best beaches is another really great useful tool that can de definitely increase that user experience and then what I really like is like a really cool, unique souvenir that I've given them an idea about where I worked with a local artist that she'll actually come out and she'll paint family portraits on the beach. So they could even just be underneath their beach umbrella and showing their beach for the day. And then she'll paint that as a, a portrait for them. And it's really quite, you know, inexpensive, relatively speaking. But if they take that and then they take that home with them, every time they look at it, they'll remember their vacation and they'll remember they stayed yeah. with me. You know, and then of course the check-in documents get sent out and things like that. So that's really like the four touch points of the newsletters before they arrive. And then when I combine that in with my workflow, and the workflow is a little bit different because I, that can have lots of different touch points. I also include a phone call before they arrive. And that's kind of like a warm up. And if you didn't want to do the phone call, you can always do like a video message to your guests based on each house. So each of my houses has a little bit different quirks to them where I found that maybe in this one house, guests were trying to get into the wrong door because it's our owner's locker, but they think it's the front door. Mm -hmm. So I want to explain those little idiosyncrasies of each house to the guests. Um, and then other things that they may not be aware of, which is in our houses, we have air conditioner um, sensors on our slider doors because uh, if they're left open, the units freeze. So when the doors are wide open, it'll stop the air conditioning from working. But I don't want that phone call to me about, hey, the air conditioning's not working. So I want to explain to them about how, you know, it'll restart as soon as those doors are closed back up again. So just a little idiosyncrasies of each house, I just kind of want to explain in a phone call. And again, build on that relationship. I want that touch point. I want that human aspect and that happiness high that they're not expecting from another say, hey, this girl really cares. She wants to know and ask me if there's anything else I need personally and open up the lines of communication because now they've got my cell phone 
they can text me if they have a problem at all. So I'm cutting off that negative review before it happens. If there's like some kind of maintenance problem, they're going to be able to really easily, they've got a relationship with me. They'll say, oh, just text Nancy. She'll be able to help us. And then I can get taken care of right away. And then there's other cool touch points you can have too that maybe aren't you driving it. You can have, you know, there's touch say, you know, where there's the app that you can tell them about and they can find all of this information in there if you don't have a website yet. So there's lots of different tools and software out there where you can um, integrate it into your entire workflow, which is really cool. And then all that combined is like a great user experience where it will be almost impossible for them not to have a good time. Yeah. Let's can I can I just come back to sort of the technical bit of it? You know, how people cause yeah. people are going to be saying, well, this is great. I can create this, but how do I do it? How what platform do I use? How do I get it out to people? And, you know, how does the automation of it work? Right. So you don't have to have a website to do this to start, although it's ideal if you do. Um, but what I started as and then sometimes you look at these different softwares and it gets really confusing like um i looked into infusionsoft as an option and to me i just could not master it so I, what i did was i hey they have school, they have a university <laughs> <laughs> i failed <laughs> but but i guess so, I, I think that points to the complexity of it if they've got to have a university to teach it absolutely so i went old school i just started on an old-fashioned piece of paper and i started my guess plotted my guest journey basically from point a from when they're planning and then when they're booking as soon as I could communicate with them to after their departure so and then through that time flow that's where I can create my goals okay of what I want that guest either to do or what I want them to know so then from there um, and I also use this with you know your experience of what are most of the problems that your guests are experiencing or what could you do to make your guest experience easier um, and then plot those along the timeline and then from there you would create your content on either your website or a pdf document could be that or canva i know canva has some great tools where you can create really nice newsletter type pdf documents that you could send out in an email doesn't have to be a newsletter type software, but that's what I use, which is really great. What so, do you use now? So I have a Wix website. I do love Wix, absolutely, because my Wix website combines so many different options for me as a, a host. Um, it's got the Wix hotel app, and I, if I don't like features with the hotel app, then I can use you know something for my own software. I use OwnerRes, so I can integrate different widgets in there. And then Wix also has its own newsletter mm. software, which is fantastic. Um, but also any other newsletter software will work too. Like MailChimp will work. Constant Contact will work. And those are pretty easy to master. I mean, you really just need to take a look at some other people's newsletters that you love. And then you can kind of set up and structure your newsletter similarly. And there's some legalities you need to learn about, you know, to make sure you're compliant. But with every guest that I book, it's in my quote that you will receive newsletters from me. Uh, you agree to receive newsletters from me. And if you don't want them, just contact me and I'll take you off my nurture newsletter. And I only include them in my nurture newsletter. I don't include them in my permanent subscribers. Uh, that's why the subscriber box is on the bottom so that they initiate it themselves. And then, so um, you can also use text automation in this. You could also use videos that you create and then just reuse those videos. So you can even put videos in newsletters now, which is fantastic. So that message that you may want them to know about every single home, you can maybe create one for each of your homes. And scale it up that way. Like if you're a property manager like you that has hundreds and hundreds of homes, just do it once. And then, you know, and then you just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So you're becoming more efficient that way. And then that's basically it. So it does take work and it does take time. But now a lot of people have time to do it, which is a great opportunity. <laughs> so, so if you're going to do the automation so that it, you know, the first one goes out within a week of the booking, 
then the next one goes out a month. You you really have you've got to tie that into something. So I'm assuming that that would be you tie it into the booking coming in on Onares. Yeah. So you can I think in newsletters and it depends on which software you use. You can do an automated series that has a set point of time between each newsletter that's going out. That's a little tricky because some people book a year in advance and some people book, you know, two weeks in advance. So you can always do an event-based option. For me, I can manage it very easily manually. I have, I'm cheap, so I have not paid for my automated yet So on the newsletter. So I just fire, do them in batches and I fire them off. But you can definitely do the automation. It's an easy function within the uh, newsletter software that you can set up. Very, very easy. Okay. Well, there's, there's a lot of different um, options here for for people. I love. Um, yeah, I hope I haven't confused anybody. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm going to write this a lot of this out in show notes. And of course, we and, and you said we could we will show example of of one of your newsletters. So that people get an idea of of what it actually looks like. So what else would you recommend to people when they're they're, they're starting out? You know, this is completely new. They've always been with Airbnb or VRBO and um, Home home Away. Home Away still exists. Um, VRBO, (laughs) Verbo. But they've now decided that they're going to do this alone and try this book, this whole book direct idea. What else? can you recommend or suggest to them to make it yeah. more successful? So just to make it super easy is to get some booking software. I use OwnerRes because it's very, ownerreservations.com is the full name. And then that is also integrated with my entire workflow. So they're getting drip emails from my um, newsletter campaigns. They're also getting drip emails from my booking software. I mean, Travel insurance is really important now. So I've integrated that in my timeline journey. I revisited that when COVID hit and I'm like, okay, there's got to be a couple of touch points with travel insurance so I can mitigate my losses. And so that's now part of my guest journey so that once their rental contract is signed, they get you know a notification about travel insurance that they can purchase and what the differences are because many people don't know the differences between cancel for any reason and a regular policy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's another touch point after that with the travel insurance. And then, so then there's my newsletter that comes next. So it's that timeline that you want to put out with the journey of when you want each one of these things to go out to your guests and which touch points you want to have. So you want to have the fun stuff mixed in with the, you know, the not so fun stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, so definitely start with booking software. You definitely want to do that timeline. Old school, like I said, just write it out on a piece of paper from the point A to point B. I really like diagrams to help me understand what's going to go out and when. Um, that's easy for me to keep track of. And then from there, then they can do the work of what content is going out to your guests, whether it be, you know, the tour of the local vineyard. And then you want to say, oh, I don't want to just tell them about the tour of the local venues. I want to show them a map of the local venues that they could take with them that's going to have my brand, my colors, and my name on it, you know, so that they can take it with them. So it's, again, that user experience, you want to make sure that it's not just the text that you're sending them. It's like the, the content. I mean, it's just, it's very rich in how it looks, how it feels. And you want it to be part of the whole vacation experience. So that's where you would start. And then then you would put the timelines on to help follow it all the way through. And again, I, I send them manually. So I have a big Excel sheet of which, which emails, newsletters have gone out to which guests. And then that's it. Then you let it go. And then the repeat bookings come. And I, Almost instantly. And I, and I think it can seem a little bit daunting at the outset, but a lot of, yeah. but once you build that content, whether you're building that to go on a website or on a blog, or whether you're just building a PDF library, once that's done, all you're doing is just linking back to the stuff that you've already done. Yeah. So I'm way more efficient than I used to be way more efficient. And then, and then you can even start with just two, three touch points. And that's it. 
just start small. If it's too scary, start small and say, okay, this month I'm going to tackle this one piece of information that I want them to know. And then just build from there. And then by the end of it, you'll have this super rich experience, which will knock the socks off your travelers. <laughs> it really does. That that is it. That is a great point to uh, to to bring this to a close, Nancy. Because I think uh, you know you you've shared a huge amount, and I'm infinitely grateful for you. You are so skilled at this, oh, which, thank is, you. which is one of the reasons that I know you go back year after year to the VR Mastered Boot Camp. <laughs> <laughs> so, where can people, um, if they want to learn any more about this, how can they get in contact with you? Oh, well, they can go to my LinkedIn profile. It's great. But uh, the next thing I'm going to tackle is I'm going to be on the Book Direct show. I think it's a virtual um, show that's happening. that's being organized by Deborah and Damien. So um, I'm going to be part of that presentation. Uh, VR Master Bootcamp. I'm usually a regular there uh, with Tyann and Alana, who are great organizers of it. This year, of course, they've had to bump it to postpone it to next year, probably. I'm also writing on Matt's VRMB marketing blog quite often and I'm in the inner circle inside there so you can usually catch me in there and uh, of course Florida Rental by Owners which is um, one of the businesses we have and Anna Real and Home Rental which is my own vacation rental businesses so just google me (laughs) Uh, well I'll make sure I'll I'll put all these links on the show notes anyway (laughs) just before we finish I comment so often on your Pinterest page I think, you know, you really have mastered the art of Pinterest. And I, I am trying, working with Jody Tidwell Bourne on learning to use Pinterest better for my company. Just as a final point, Nancy, can you just tell us what you think the value of Pinterest is to a vacation rental Oh, I business? think you can get bookings through Pinterest. Yeah, that's, to me, that's valuable. Absolutely. And the stuff that I talked about, the creating of the content in this guest journey, that's like you're, you can shove all that out onto Pinterest in a really nice graphic pin or even videos. You can do a a video pin now, which is really attractive on Pinterest. And you can capture many people who are in, in their searching planning. I mean, in COVID, everybody's on there now, right? So they're all, they're all planning and dreaming about what they can do. And so, I mean, just work smarter. You, you, you've got this great information and content that you're building and then just use that to capture your, your total target niche market. So like if your um, niche market is all about travelers coming to the country to experience like a great cottage, Canadian cottage getaway, then, you know, maybe it's, you got to tell them about how do you build like, um, I don't know. How do you toast marshmallows? What's the best way to toast marshmallows, you know, uh, in a bonfire? You could come out with like a complete insider's guide just on that. That can be a great experience for somebody because somebody from the city who's never experienced a toast Mm -hmm. marshmallow, that's something that's tangible and a, a great experience that, you know, people talk about. Like, remember that time around the fire? It was so great, you know, relaxed and yeah. It's, it's, it's easy to do, but it takes time. It does. Oh yes. And I, and I, th- I don't think that can be underestimated, but you know, we, we still at the moment, many of us have time on our hands. So <laughs> let's get going folks. <laughs> so thank you, Nancy. Always, always a pleasure to, to have you on. I don't know when we're going to meet in person again, but today, you know, this is the next best thing. So uh, I'm sending yeah. you a virtual hug. <laughs> Oh, me too. Thank you so much. And thanks for keeping us going during this time. It's so nice to hear your voice on the podcast. You're like one of the mainstays that will help us through this all, which is fantastic. It's, it's always fun. Thanks oh, so much for having me, Heather. We'll Appreciate talk, it. We'll talk again soon. Well, huge thank you to Nancy McAleer for for that. Lots of really useful information. And I'm really glad we threw in that. She threw in that last little bit about toasting marshmallows because s'mores is the, you know, it's, it's a big thing here in Ontario. When we can have a campfire, you want to go outside and toast the marshmallows. But not just that, you want to slap them between two graham crackers and 
slather them with chocolate or caramel or other things. And I know there's just such a bunch of recipes out there for different types of s'mores. So Jody, if you are listening to this, I'm heading over to you right now because I want to talk about how we include s'mores uh, as a board and, and s'mores recipes on our Pinterest board. So if you're intrigued about Pinterest and what we're doing, I am going to be start. I'm going to nag Jody to to really start working on our Cottage Link Rental Management Pinterest page, so that we can create something that shares with you how you, as an owner or as a property manager, can create a really powerful Pinterest presence. Oh, I like that powerful Pinterest presence. I'm hoping my I have this uh, little piece of equipment on my microphone that is meant to stop the peas from popping. Hopefully it's working. So so watch your space for that. And Jody, if you're listening, watch your email inbox or your Facebook because I'm on to you right now. Okay. Once again, a huge thank you to Nancy. Always a pleasure. I am reading a new book. I'm going to be talking about it next week. It's called Limitless and it's by a guy called Jim Quick. K-W-I-K. I first heard about it on James Wedmore's Business by Design podcast. And I will put a link in that to the show notes because I'd love you to go listen to that episode with James, uh, James Wedmore interviewing Jim Quick because I found it completely inspiring. It's, it's about how our brains work, which I love as a psychologist. Of course, I love to learn more about how our brains work but it's, uh, it's about how we can learn better, how we can read faster, take in more and enhance memory and all sorts of stuff. And I think it's very, very helpful in what we're all doing. So uh, I'll, as I say, I'll put those links in. So for now, that's, uh, that's me done for this week. Uh, I'm feeling huge amounts of optimism at the moment. I hope you are too. Would love to hear from you. Email me at heather at vacationrentalformula.com. If you've got any suggestions for the show, or if you want to just have a chat, or if you've got something that you'd, a question you'd like me to, uh, to answer, I would love to start answering some questions on the uh, podcast, actually. So fire me off some questions and we shall start including them. So that's it for now. I will be back, as they say. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.